best practices and a wealth. We're back. You're listening to Building Success Habits on the number one global business talk and news network on the internet, IBGR International Business Growth Radio with Landina Cruz, myself, and my friend and colleague, Donna Kandi. This is episode number 14, and the theme of this episode is what an inferiority complex really means. What does it really, really mean? And Eleanor Roosevelt said that no one can make you feel inferior without your consent. (laughs) Ouch. (laughs) Yes. And I mean, that is so powerful because you really think about it. Nobody can make you happy, sad, mad, or glad unless you give them that power. Yeah. But we do it all the time. At least I know I do. All the time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it, oh gosh. (laughs) It's it's a big one. It's a big mm-hmm. one. Why don't we just jump into this one and, and I'm, yeah. I'm sure more will come out because um, uh, if you're just following along, if you're just joining us, we're we're coming out of the book Psycho-Cybernetics this season by Dr. Maxwell Maltz. We're not doing a book study, but we like to take uh, take the some of the topics from the books and this one is, is from that as well. So if you want to go deeper, you can either contact the Londina or, or myself through the orange question mark on ibgr.network and just send us a message or you can get the book and read into it, but you're going to want to reach out to us anyway, I think. (laughs) Um, In the book, it said at least 95% of people have their lives darkened by feelings of inferiority to some extent. And to many more, these feelings of inferiority are a serious handicap to success and happiness. 95% have of people have now i don't know who those five percent are they must be on a (laughs) desert island or something because you know the playground of life that's when it started back when we were kids Mm -hmm. and and just hanging out and and it became this coping mechanism when you know some the, the kids point and laugh at whatever it is about you that you were doing and now all of a sudden well they're pointing and laughing so i must not be as good as them and it starts us on this journey of not being good enough or not comparing uh, uh, up to or or any of that. So uh, I would love to know if you're one of those 5%, can you let me know how you were able to do that? Because that is really an accomplishment. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes is they might not be saying it the way we're taking it. Like, for example, sometimes our parents, as we growing up, they might say something and we misinterpret it mm-hmm. as them being negative, but they were not. I don't know if that happened with your kids, Donna, but I know it's happened with, with my interpretation. Yeah. You know, I wonder if those 5% are narcissists. Let me just throw that out there. Uh, uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Do we want to go there? <laughs> and I'm just trying to, I'm trying to figure it okay. out. Okay. <laughs> so, Feelings of inferiority originate from our uh, our con, uh, conclusions regarding facts and our evalu- evaluation of experiences, not from the actual facts or experiences oh. themselves. Um, so again, and that's where our perception comes in. Mm-hmm. We're evaluating it 
and now we're putting our emotions and our thoughts into it and how we perceive it and that's when the experience comes in and takes over but you know what landina we're making these we're, we're we're getting these conclusions from from the from our from the facts regarding our evaluated we don't even have the full picture exactly we only have our side of it Mm-hmm. and our past experience of it. And most people never sit down and say, go further into the conversation to say, how exactly is that? What exactly do you mean by that? How exactly is this? And so it's not actually, because the, the, the world just is. Nothing yeah. is good or bad until we decide what it is. We could go, you and I could go and see, we did that this past weekend. We went and saw a movie and you know we both enjoyed it but we didn't have to we we could have seen the same movie and had two different experiences from the same movie and the movie just is yeah and it's our interpretation of it i'm working with someone right now um that i currently hire to help me out with some things and i love 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 what she said she said um you know can we do a zoom and talk because I rather talk to a person because sometimes things get lost mm-hmm. in the conversation and and you can ask, well, what did you mean by that? Just like what you said, Donna, where when we write an email or a text, there, it's, just, oh, it's, it's just words and it's open to our interpretation, not really what the person is saying. Yeah. And what has really helped me with this one is to just let the person be you Mm -hmm. you know that that and to not put the interpretation on it to just let it let it be like that well that's your opinion doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be mine uh (laughs) i don't have to accept i have a choice if i want to receive it and accept it or reject it uh but i uh for many of us we're just on that autopilot that when somebody says something it it makes us so happy or it makes us so sad or it makes us so angry and it just is it, those emotions don't exist out in the world they exist within us and we assign them yes that's for sure so because we think and believe and assume we should be a certain way and feel uh miserable and uh we conclude there is something wrong with us um and in reality, it's not that there's anything wrong with us. It is just us interpreting things from our, um, you know, beliefs, what we've believed up until that now, yeah. all the time. So yes. we think and believe and assume we should be, be a certain way. And if we're not, then we conclude there's something wrong with us. And then the next logical conclusion mm-hmm. is to yeah. reason that we are not good enough. And mm-hmm. all of this happens because we've allowed ourselves to be hypnotized by the idea that I should be like everyone else. <laughs> and this can lead a person with an inferior inferiority complex to overcompensate by striving for superiority. So if you've ever, if you've ever seen somebody that um, you, you can't ever correct them, even in a loving way. Mm-hmm. It's, they come off really grandiose, but really they're, they're so small in their thinking about themselves that they can't handle it. Yeah. Um, I, you know, a lot of the times when I've asked somebody what they think or how they do something is because growing up, I didn't have a model. Um, 
And just because I asked doesn't mean I'm going to do the, what that person says. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just to see how else can I do something. Yeah. You know, um, but I myself, um, I would be lying if I said that I never felt like I was um, inferior, like somebody else was better than me. Yeah. Um, you know, but then once I got to know that person better, I'm like, well, no, they're just like me. You know, they have the same negative thoughts. Because to you listeners out there, everybody has negative thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, and feel inferior sometimes. Um, it's part of human nature. It's part of being human. Yeah. If, if you say you don't have them, then you must not be human. You can control them, but we all have them. Well, and I, I've used this example before, I think, on the show. But even here at IBGR with, with Bill... And when I said, can I be part of IBGR, like when, when he was laying it out and we were get re getting ready to make a transition from just being radio show host to actually building a business together, I was like, I want in. And then I was like, who am I to think that this, because he's got all these years experience as a consultant, building businesses and uh, big businesses, and I don't have any of that. And I was like, well, who, who do you think you are? And I had this conversation with him actually. And I said, I don't have your skills. And he said, well, if you did, I wouldn't need you. Yeah. So I know that I have the people skills, the coaching skills. He has the consulting business skills. And we're learning from each other. But talk about inferiority complex. That one almost, <laughs> this, this business almost didn't exist because I was going through this in, with myself of, who do you think you are saying that you could do something like this? Yeah. And, and the truth is that um, we can't do it alone. And for us to be able to do it with somebody else, they're going to have a, def a def different level of awareness, mm -hmm. different abilities than we are. We need to be different yeah. in order to succeed. And I think sometimes we forget that you, you've heard, and, I, and it's been proven fact, that of all the billions of people in the world, we all have a different set of fingerprints. Yes. How is that even possible? And if we're that unique in just a, a thumbprint, imagine how unique we really are in our whole being. And yet we line ourselves up with people that might have the same title or be, be building a similar business. And we look at them and we say, gosh, I'm, no, I'm nothing like them. I should be more like them. And we did a show a couple weeks ago uh, last season, I think it was, where we say, yes, you can have a, a model and a mentor and start mm -hmm. to build on those characteristics, but we do it in a healthy way, not in a comparative way to say, I'm not, I'm not enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not like that person. Well, you're not supposed to be because your, your passion, your purpose, and your mission in this world is only yours, just like your fingerprints mm -hmm. and only you can find your way. Mm -hmm. I remember, um, uh, Oprah Winfrey saying one time that she admired Barbara Walters and she acted like Barbara Walters. And then, then one time she had an epiphany. Well, there can only be one Barbara Walters and that role has been taken. Mm. It was then that she started to flourish as who she is now when she stopped trying to be somebody else. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's really the way it is. You can only flourish when you are your true self, who, who you are. Yeah. There's nobody else like you. And there's not supposed to be anybody. But it's, it's so amazing to think about how 
how, how we are, we look similar because we're human. We have a head, we have hands, we have arms, legs, right? We, we're the, of the same species, but that's where, the, that's where it stops. And when we start comparing, that's where we get in trouble and have this, we can develop this inferiority complex that keeps us from the one, one I believe there's that one big purpose in life while you're, yes. while you're here. And, yeah. and if we, if we continue to look at other people's results and compare ourselves to them, if it's not done in a healthy way, sometimes it can push us forward. Uh, then it can keep us from doing that. And we're going to have to end it there. This is episode number 14, what an inferiority complex really means. We'd love to hear your comments. We're going to sign off now. This is Donna and Londina on the IBGR network coming back for two more episodes if you're listening live. So stay with us. We're not going anywhere. You shouldn't either. <laughs>